0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host.
1: Hello, VP, family, and listeners. Today is Monday, March 6th. I'm Kim Hower. This week, my guest is Jenny Toursen. I am excited to have her with us this week um, and hear what God's been speaking to her through our studies. So welcome, Jenny. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself
0: for some who may or may not know you. Um, I feel like if you are a longtime vp you probably know me as Jenny Zerkes. I yeah. have grown up here my entire life. Um, I have a husband, Ashton. He was on here a couple times, and we have four-year-old twins, or almost four-year-old twins, and a doggy at home, and yeah, we All live right. in West Olive.
1: Yeah, so um, what do you do? Do you stay home? Do you work outside the home?
0: I work part-time. I work Tuesdays and Wednesdays doing hair okay, um, in a salon off Auto Beach Road.
1: Nice. Yes. Um and you said West Olive. And I always have to ask the question because I live in West Olive as well. But I live on the like west side towards the lake. Do you live on the west side of thirty one or do you live on the east side of thirty one?
0: Oh, we're east siders.
1: Oh, I yes. uh, see. Most everybody I know they live on the
0: east side. It's I don't such know what a the big deal is. Area.
1: It is. It is a huge area. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is split by the highway. So yes. you live on one side or the other. Yep.
0: Yep. There's divide. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. Um All right, so you do hair.
0: I do, yes. Awesome.
1: I don't think I knew that, so.
0: I grew up doing hair. My mom did hair. My sister did hair.
1: Well, how about that? It's a family of hairstyles. It is. It's fun. Very cool. That does not surprise me now that I kind of, you know, think about you and we were just talking before about messy hairstyles and I cannot do them, but I can see as a hairstylist you for sure would have to and you probably love it.
0: Oh, yeah. Just throw it up and go. Right. makes it
1: easy. Um, Well, thank you again for joining me this week. Um, I'm excited about it. Um, Let's jump into the scripture today. Uh, We are still in the book of Matthew, as we have been um, and will be for a while. Uh, It's kind of nice. We get to take a deep dive into Matthew and look at um, smaller chunks of scripture. Um, So we are up to Matthew 9, uh, towards the end, verse 35 through 38. And I am going to read that one today. Um, I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. And the, the title of this section says, The Need for Workers. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of disease and illness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them, because they were confused and helpless. Like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his fields. So, as you read that and um, studied, what kind of stood out to you? Um, we've been kind of doing the three questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can either answer it that way, or was there something that just overall stood out to you as you read that? Um,
0: I would have to say um, what stood out to me. I underlined um, a verse in my Bible. I have the message. Yeah. So it said, when he looked out over the crowds and his heart broke, so confused and aimless they were, like sheep with no shepherd. What a harvest, he said to the disciples. How few workers are on your knees and pray for the harvest hands. So he's excited for the disciples to get down on their knees and start praying to make more disciples. Because there's so many people to... Oh, I can't think of the word. Yeah, like harvest. Like, yeah. Like reap the fields, right? Yes. Like we want yeah.
1: people to come to Jesus. So...
0: Yeah. Let's get to work. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I like um, I like the way it was worded in there. I'm trying to think of which words. Um, get on your knees and pray. I think is that what you said?
0: Yeah, on your knees and pray for the harvest workers. Yeah, or the harvest hands.
1: Yeah, that was one thing that kind of stood out to me in this passage as well. Was um, at the end where it does say that the harvest belongs to God. Mm-hmm. You know, He's the one that's in charge of the harvest. How plentiful it is, and. All of that, right? That's his job. Our job is to pray for more workers. Yes. Um, Because then we can have, the more workers we have, the more we can help, you know, bring in the harvest. Right. Um, So yeah, I liked that, you know, like on your knees and pray. um, It was like an instruction, like that's what they're to do, Mm -hmm. you know, is to be on their knees and pray. It seems so simple.
0: It's so simple, but yeah, it's so hard to do.
1: Yeah. And I think for me, that's, not usually my go to method first, right? I find no. it hard to go in prayer first, yeah, and then you know trust God for the harvest, right He's yeah. the one that's already doing that work, so.
0: right it's like you want to be the action yeah, Do the
1: action first let's not do prepare first, right, yeah, yeah, and I feel like um in so many ways that's been brought up many times the the pray before doing mm-hmm. um we've mentioned it at church and sermons and all those things. And I'm like, that's really just been standing out to me a lot too. Just, Mm -hmm. we got to pray first. Yeah. Um, And that's not my strong suit.
0: No, mine either. I'm trying. I'm working. (laughs) Good.
1: Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, I I don't know that there's any number of classes that we could take to teach us how to do it. I think it's just an uh, an act of obedience. Right. You know, just just doing it and um, just kind of like me getting into the Word. It was just, I had to set my mind to just do it. Mm -hmm. And then I think you see the fruit from it, and you're like, oh, well, then this is not really hard anymore, you know? Right. Um, So we need to pray that we can pray more, maybe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, What else stood out to you in reading this?
0: Um, Well, an event came to my mind while reading this that has actually been happening. I don't know if it's still going on, but the revival in Kentucky, have you heard about that? Yeah. Yeah. It just, it was like, get on your knees and hands and pray. And yeah. that's what they're all doing and worshiping. Yeah, and I think that's quite something. Drawing a huge crowd it was amazing to Yeah, read about it.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that, um, yeah, that movement of the Holy Spirit into that chapel is quite amazing. It's cool to see. It's, it, it's encouraging. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right. There is a lot of. A lot of the stories are about the students just on their hands and knees. Um, My guess is that there's a lot of on their hands and knees and repentance. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, I think, what brings in and ushers in the movement of the Spirit. Yeah. Um, But obviously, the movement of the Spirit came before that, too, to bring them to that place. And yeah, that's a good image, a good story, you know, example of what that's like. That's just
0: what was in my head when I was reading it.
1: Yeah, that's very cool. And I can see why when your your version says, you know, get on your knees and mm-hmm. pray. Yeah. You know, not stand up and pray, get on your knees and pray. Um, I like, too, how you mentioned early on um, how Jesus had such compassion for the people. You know, that's where the harvest and the workers comes in. It's because Jesus looks at the crowd of people that he sees and he's encountering. And um, his heart is just, I don't know, one of the things um when I was doing a little bit of deeper dive, it was like, I don't know if we can even describe the depth um, that Jesus felt that compassion. You know I mean? Like it's just the depth of his soul that he felt compassion on these people, right? Like right. he wants everybody to get
0: into his kingdom. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you have done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, so yeah, I just loved that. Um I also found it interesting that after that this comes after a whole lot of verses of Jesus really being unfairly criticized about what he was doing by religious leaders, by the, you know, politicians of the day. Um pretty much everybody had been attacking him and yet he just kept on going. He's like I'm just going to keep on going. I'm going to keep doing my work. My job is this. So I'm going to keep moving. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. going to the synagogues, the other towns, the other villages. Um, and so that, to me, was I- encouraging. Yeah. You know, no matter what we face, just keep on moving. You right. Know?
0: He's got our back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So anything else that stood out to you or um, anything that would be a, a challenge that we could leave our listeners with for the day? A step of obedience?
0: Get on your knees and pray, there you go, yeah, yeah, I think just do it, right? I mean, just do it, don't talk about it, just do it,
1: yeah, I think we have to resolve to do that,, um, and just as we talk this and end this out, um, as we're recording this, it happens to be Ash Wednesday, so while we're doing this, um, I believe now it's an online prayer service that um is happening um. But right, that's just going on right now as we record this and um an act of obedience, just praying. Mm-hmm. Um and I just think that's kind of like uh with, with Lent, right? The season of Lent. What's something maybe you could give up, but what's also something you could pick up and right. do? Right. This is something I think we could take on, you yeah. know, and do
0: I never thought of it that way.
1: Yeah. Um so, this, of course, is airing after Lent, but if you haven't chosen something yet, there's still time to do that. So, um, maybe you can pick up the act of prayer um, and just getting on your knees before God. And um, we're told that the Spirit intercedes for us, so we don't have to know what to say. You know, God knows what's on our heart. The Holy Spirit intercedes for us, so He hears the cries and the groanings of our heart, and He can translate that for us to God. So uh, it doesn't even require a whole lot of like gifted wording to do it <laughs> no. right. You know, no.
0: yeah. Just be so, yourself. Yeah.
1: Um well very good. I think that I think we tackled the scripture pretty well today on this. Yeah. Um hit some of the key things and um yeah, our challenge is to get on your knees and pray. Um and I just uh pray for all of you on this Monday that you'll have a great day. Um, that you'll be blessed and that you will find an opportunity to um, carry this out in your own life, in your own home. Uh, So have a great Monday. We will be back tomorrow with more scripture. See ya.
0: Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God.